Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And today's episode is part two of the two-part series this week, which is looking at offense versus defense. Which strategy should you be applying more of? Which one should you be potentially going all in on? And how, if not, do you balance your offensive strategies with your defensive strategies? In this episode, I conclude the two-part series. I get you to really evaluate whether you're putting your energy, your time, your money, your energy into the right things right now, given what it is you're trying to achieve right now, the economic situation in the world around you right now, your specific industry, your specific businesses, and your specific needs. I want you to make sure that you are applying the right strategies at the right time. Maybe the right time right now is to go defensive, maybe is to go offensive. But I want to pick up the conversation from the last episode where we were talking heavily about defensive strategies. If you haven't listened to that episode already, go back and listen to that episode because otherwise you're just getting one half of the picture right now. Again, this goes into those three core strategies that I believe every business owner right now should be focused on. Number one, it should be damage limitation. Number two, maximizing opportunities are out there for us, even if they're quite thin on the ground. Number three, getting ready. So offensive strategy is where you take the fight out there, right? So rather than, say, a boxer, for example, as an analogy, slipping the punches, blocking the punches, you know, you could have the greatest you know, the greatest guard in the world, you could be the fastest guy in the world, you could be Muhammad Ali on the back foot, you know, you could be slipping punches, ducking punches, everything else. If you don't throw a big right hand, you're never going to win, right? So of course, you've still got to have a really strong offense. Really important to understand this. The same with football and everything else. The analogy I was using when we're talking about all the defenders in play, you know, if you're two goals up, for example, and or two one up, right? You're two one up, and you've got six minutes to go to the end of the game, you see the team go into defensive strategy. They put all their guys in defense. The strikers come back. Everyone's in, you know, the, in, in their own half, for example. They're all playing a very defensive strategy because they're holding out for the 2-1 win. Going all in offense at that point would leave the goal wide open for a 2-2 draw, going to extra time. Now we're in a real risky situation, right? So sticking with these analogies, right? If you are 2-1 up and you're winning, you'll probably go defensive strategy. If you are 2-0 down, right, and you're losing and there's 10 minutes to go, you've got nothing to lose. You might as well lose 3-0 as opposed to 2-0, even 4-0, 10-0. Who cares? It's the same deal. You're going home on the next plane. So what do you do? You say, right, I need to go offense on my strategy. Okay? So when we're talking about defensive strategy, we said, right, what are the risks? Where are the gaps in your game? Where are the holes in your bucket? And are you protecting those suitably or are you overprotecting them? 
And then now we'll look at is right, really simple. Now you know what you need to do in terms of defensively to make sure that you hang in there and you know you, you keep as much as what you've got right now. Then you say, right, how much of my resources can I put into offensive strategy? How much of my time, my energy, my money, right? My staff, how much of that can I put out there into offensive strategy, into marketing, into your new business generation, into you know networking? We're not meeting face-to-face, but we're meeting obviously online. How much of that do I do? Does this make sense? Based on it. Should I be, you know, you know, back at home protecting the campfire? But if I'm not protecting anything, wouldn't it be better if I was out at networking, right? So should I be, you know, spending X amount of time and money with my current clients? or my lack of current clients, or should I be out there at my B&I, at my networking, should I be out there social media, marketing strategy, sales strategy, should I be out there, right? And again, I can't tell you which one to go on because you need to know for yourself by looking, as I said you know, just now, we were talking about, right, how much am I protecting? How much opportunity is out there? And if the opportunity isn't out there, but there's a lot to protect, then I'm gonna play a very defensive game. If there's not a lot to protect, not a lot to protect, but there's a lot to gain out there, then of course you're going to play a heavy, heavy, heavy offensive game. So I said today in my mastermind session, and I said, uh, fortune favors the aggressor, right? And, and, and I stand by this. Whilst I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely going to sit there and say, you've got to have a defensive game. You've got to be able to, you know, you've got to be able to take a punch, slip a punch. You've got to be able to duck and move and dive and everything else. Fundamentally, you've got to land a big right hand, right? If you want to win, you've got to land a big right hand. You've got to have some really good offensive game, right? You've got to be going out there doing sales. You've got to be out there um, winning new business. You've got to be out there growing your business. There's that saying, if it's not growing, it's probably dying. So if you're not growing your business, the chances are that it's withering. Does this make sense? If you're not growing yourself personally, the chances are that you're withering. If you're not developing your, your mindset, your brain, your, your skills and knowledge, the chances are they're withering. If you're not developing your body, the chances are it's withering. So what you want to be doing is saying, right, you know what? For me, it's understanding that fortune favors the aggressor. We've seen this over and over again, right? This is not going all in aggressive if there's shit you need to protect. This is about getting the balance right, but understand this, right? The guy with the big fucking right hand often wins. I'm not saying he always wins. I'm just saying often wins, right? And I want to make sure that you are loading up that right hand in accordance with the opportunities out there for you right now and with the risk assessment that you're doing, how much have I got to lose versus how much is there to gain, how much am I protecting versus how much can I go out there potentially and win, right? And you'll decide whether you have to go for a little bit of slip and move and a bit of duck and diving. Trust me, my own fighting career and in the guys that I trained and that, there is times to hang in there. I say this, there's no shame in hanging in there and waiting for the bell. Someone hits you really hard, there is no point coming forward, you're gonna get another right hand, you're probably gonna go down. What do you do? Keep off, stand back, fight from the back foot, clinch, hold on, hang in there, pray for the bell, get to the end of the round. Guess what? Regroup, clear the head, and then come out again. Does this make sense with your offensive strategy? There is no shame in going defense at all. Sometimes, however, we need to go more offensive, and ultimately, we're never going to win unless we've got a good offensive game, right? We can protect and preserve, but we're never going to go out there and win. We're not going to go out and grow unless we ultimately have that strategy in place as well. So how much do you need, right? How much do you need to go? I said when we're playing a defensive game, I said, right, if there's nothing to defend, if you've lost anything already, you might as well go all offensive, even if there's not much opportunity out there, go out there and maximize the opportunity that is. If you've got a lot to protect, you might not do much 
of an offensive strategy at all. You might just put 10, 20% into offensive strategy, maybe nothing, right? That might be a bit risky, but you understand you've got to work out your own strategies on this. If there's a bit to protect, something to protect, but not enough to keep you through in terms of business, then of course, you still need to dedicate some stuff to offensive. Now, again, in our mastermind today, people are talking about, you know, it's, it's a little bit unrewarding out there now in terms of sales and, and marketing, because of course, you know, people have cut back in terms of their expenditure. Um, people aren't spending the money in the same ways that they were just a month or so ago. We know that marketing budget's been cut. We know that uh, training budgets have been cut. We know that budget's been cut across the board right now. So there's a handful of things that people are spending more on. There's another bunch of things that people are spending the same on, but there's a lot that you know your client, your prospects are spending less on. So of course, it's a little bit unrewarding because there's less to be had. I get that. But less to be had is not none to be had. And the rules of engagement are the same regardless of a booming economy, a negative economy or whatever crazy shit you call this right now. The rules are really simple, which is you go out and fight for yours, right? You go out and fight for yours. You go out and fight for what you need. You go out there and you compete in the marketplace. And if it is more competitive right now, it doesn't matter, right? You go out there and you just have to compete stronger. You just have to be the better person, right? You just have to be the better person, the better business, the better product, the better service, the better marketing, the better sales. You have to put maybe more in, right? More marketing than the next person, more sales activity. Does this make sense? And if you're not as good as someone else, guess what? Quantity does work. So if you're not as good as marketing as your closest competitor, right? Let's say they're one and a half times as good as you at marketing than you are, but you put in twice the amount of effort, you're still in the game. Does this make sense? Going back to my fighting analogy, my boxers and everything else, right? Trust me, workload, work rate does score points. So you've got two people in a ring and yeah, you know what? One guy's the better boxer, he's the heavier hitter and all this stuff. The other guy puts in more work rate. The other guy hits more times than the other one, right? It does pay off as well. So again, you know, using this American analogy, you know, do you need to be hustling more? You know, this work smart, work harder thing. Do you need to be working harder right now, not necessarily smarter? Maybe you can't compete on a leveling playing field with your competitors right now. Maybe you just don't have the infrastructure, the product range, the position in the marketplace. Maybe you're up against it right now. But guess what? The rules are the same as if we're up against it three months ago or six months from now. The rules are still the same. You compete with what you've got. And if you can't compete on, um, on, on, on one set of rules, you compete on a second set of rules. So if I can't compete on you know, the quality of product right now, or I can't compete with, you know, the sales experience or the marketing experience or the marketing budget, what do you do? You say, right, maybe I need to just do more, right? I just need to work harder. I need to compensate through that. So again, we're just constantly reevaluating what's our best strategy right now. We're looking at offensive strategy. It's the same thing. Once you say, right, I need to allocate a chunk of my energy, a chunk of my time, a chunk of my money, my resources into an offensive strategy, then it's how, where do I do it? I always say you have three core resources, right? Time, money, and energy. If you've got no money, but you have an abundance of time and energy, guess how you do Uh, Guess how you win, right? You outwork the other guy, right? You outwork the other guy, right? If you've got time and you've got energy, you throw that at the problem and that's how you get to compete. If you don't have much time, don't have much energy left over, but you've got a bank of cash sitting there and there's other, you know, conversations, there's other sessions and podcasts and stuff I've done on this thing. If you're sitting on a pile of cash, right? That cash you should be leveraging because that's the resource you have. So what do you do? You use the money, right? To solve the problem. 
So if you've got a ton of time, a ton of energy, but you have no money, you go in on your time and your energy. You throw time and energy to the solution. If you don't have those two, but you have a shitload of cash, you throw cash at the solution. Does that make sense? So once you've worked out that I need to go offensive, you then say, right, to what degree do I need to go offensive? What proportions do I need to go offensive? And within that, what's my best offensive strategy right now? What do I have access to? If you have no money, you've just got time and energy right now. If you haven't got much time, but you do have uh, uh, some money in the bank, you're sitting on some cash, you're okay with your cash flow and everything else, guess what? Use the money to go out there as an offensive strike into the marketplace. We know this works, by the way. So let's have a look at some key, uh, key examples. So if you remember Tesco's back in the UK, right? So we were in a recession. I think it's two recessions ago now, whatever year that was. And if you remember that uh, supermarkets were pulling back, shops were closing down at the time for the whole of that recession, Tesco's were launching a superstore. And this was when superstores were really a brand new thing here in the UK. They were launching a new superstore, as I understand it, I remember it, once a week, right? So a superstore a week during the recession. What that meant was when everyone else was retreating, when everyone else was playing a defensive game, when everyone else was conserving their finances and conser- and waiting it out and sitting back and waiting for the, the good times to roll again, when everyone else was pulling out, they went all in, 100% all in. They were the aggressor. History has shown us, of course, that fortune favoured Tesco's, right? Tesco's is now, you know, I don't know, is it the leading supermarket in the UK? Gotta be, right? It's a world brand now as well. They went from, I remember Tesco's being the shitty little store around the corner um, to suddenly being, you know, the biggest, brightest light in, in, in supermarkets in the country, right? And that was because during a time when everyone else was licking their wounds and everyone else was going defensive, they went all in offensive in their strategy. We had a great conversation in one of my masterminds about Cadbury's, and during the Second World War, I think it was Second World War, during the Second World War, there wasn't a lot of budget for chocolate. People weren't buying chocolate, um, but Cadbury's never stopped. And when other confectioners were holding back their resources and not marketing, and they weren't putting money into that and sales, etc., because there wasn't the market then, there simply wasn't the market there, Cadbury's doubled down. They went all in and they kept spending and they pushed it hard. And guess what? They came out of the war, they were on top. And we've seen this time and time again. When the market pulls back, when the market goes into defensive strategy, if you're brave enough, if you're bold enough to go all in, fortune favors the aggressor. Do some of those aggressors fall by the wayside? Of course they do. Are wars lost you know, to the strongest force with the most aggressive force? Of course they are. Does the most aggressive boxer lose sometimes? Of course they do. Does the most aggressive football team sometimes lose? Of course they do, right? So again, I'll come back to my whole thing here, which is you've got to be strategical about this. You've got to be smart about this. You've got to say, right, do I go all in, right? Do I go all in? Do I go all in defense? If I split my resources, how do I split them? What's my cash flow like? What's the risk, right? Really simple, what's the risk? And based on your own risk assessment and the level of risk that you're willing to take, it will probably determine on how you play the game. You see, when you've got nothing to lose, you go all in because you're risking nothing. When there's lots to risk, you probably don't go too hard on the fence. In fact, one of the reasons that successful business sometimes um, and people sometimes stall is because the more they have to lose, the less they go on the, the, the aggressor or the less they are the aggressor, the more they go into protection and it, they stall, right? They get scared of losing what they've got. So you're going to look at it and say, right, how much have I got? What am I willing to risk by putting my resources into this?
Does this make sense? The hardest thing to do is when you've got a lot to lose, it's really hard to put any risk in there. You've got nothing to lose, you put all your, all, all your chips on, on, on red, right? Because you've got nothing to lose anyway, I'll go all in. I need you to be super smart. I don't want you just to listen to this and say, right, okay, George says, fortune favors aggressor, I'm going all in. No, you've got to be strategic about this. Do your risk assessments. Look at the risk, the genuine risks that are there. Sometimes it's way less real risk than you perceive. It feels like you're going to lose everything until you evaluate and say, Number one, I haven't got anything to lose. Or number two, I really won't lose everything, right? Realistically, I won't. So get that real clear picture on, you know, what's the degree of risk that you are actually facing right now? And then you say, right, based on this strategy of going all in or based on being the aggressor, based on the uh, going, 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 moving forward as opposed to retreating, if this makes sense, going offense rather than defense, based on the risk of going in at this degree, how much can I potentially lose back here? That's all it is, right? It's not about being fearful. It's not about anxiety. It's not about having doubts or anything. It's, been about, it's, it's being strategical and saying, right, if I commit 50% here, what's the risk back home here? Is the risk back home here is it a reasonable level of risk to you individually, right? Not This isn't something you can say, right, you know, there's a degree of risk that is the same for everybody because we all have our own risk profiles. You say, right, is the degree of risk here worth the degree of opportunity there? And if it is, you then make your own assessments as to whether you go or not. Does this make sense? But what I want to share with you today was really the, the, the flip side to defense, right? And the flip side to offense is defense, right? So we talked about defense and defense, absolutely, you've got to get that right, right? I keep saying, use the boxing analogy, if you can't slip a punch, can't take a punch, if you can't uh, can't block a punch, duck a punch, um, it doesn't matter how big your right hand is, you're going down, right? Okay? Equally, if you never develop the right hand, if you can't lay someone out, if you can't throw a good punch, you could be the slipperiest motherfucker known to man, you're still going to lose this fight. You get the best strikers in the world in your team. If you can't block a goal, you're going to lose. You get the best defense in the world, but if you can't get a goal, you're going to lose. Your job is to work out how much do I put in offense, how much do I put in defense, and then to weigh it all up, you know, strategically, and then and then go go with it, right? Go and apply your resources, your time, your money, and energy applicably, is that the right word? Applicable to the strategy that is the best strategy for you. This kind of content really is both, it's more of a shake up for you guys and, and getting you to think about, you know, am I really playing a strong enough defensive game? If you're one of those accountants or any business that hasn't even spoken to your clients through this crazy time, just to reassure them or just to ask them how they are, or just to, you know, whatever, have a chat with them or, you know, to support them in some way, um, you are not playing a strong enough defensive game, assuming you have enough there want, uh, wanting defense, okay? But equally, you know, if, if you're there sitting sitting on your laurels just defending what you've got and you're seeing it piss out the out, out the uh, the bucket, you know, because whether you like it or not, your clients are struggling, they're pulling their funds, pulling their money, um, maybe even going out of business themselves. So you can see what you're protecting is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and you're not thinking offensive strategy, you're not doing enough on the offense. Then again, just like the boxer, right, you, you're eventually going to lose, right? And what I want you guys to do, every single one of you, I want you to win. I really want you to win. Number one, I want you to survive this, right? That's, that's minimum levels of winning, right? Survive this bloody thing. Let's all be standing on the other side of this, right? We can lick our wounds. We can be bewildered in the daylight and wonder what the fuck just happened. But I want every single one of us to be standing at the end of this thing. Number two, I want us to come out better for it, right? 
Now, your business might not be better for it. You might not have a, 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 your business may not have grown during this period, right? Some businesses are, right? It's possible your business isn't going to be one of those businesses, right? But I want you to have grown. I want you to be stronger. I want your business to be stronger. I want you to be more resilient. You know, when I talk about in the old days, my fighters and stuff, I used to say to them, you know, you've got to learn to lose. You have to learn to go through the tough battles. You've got to take the big punches because you don't know what you're made of until you have to ride through one of those wars, one of those battles. Once you get through those wars, once you get through those battles, then you know what you're made of. And guess what? You say, you know what? It hurt like hell. I wouldn't want to go through it again. But damn, I found something in me that is a source of strength and power and resilience that I didn't know I had. And that is going to serve me moving forward. You know, it's very possible in business, you know, in your business, this may well be the toughest fight you're ever going to have to have. And when you look at it that way, you think, right, okay, so this is the toughest fight I've, I've ever had. It's the, tough, tight, uh, the toughest battle I'm ever going to have. So do you know what? I'm going to still be standing at the end of this. I'm thinking about Rocky now and Rocky won. Remember he said he had that realization the night before. He said, I can't win. I can't win. But if the bell goes and I'm still standing, that's what he wanted, right? And that's kind of the minimum I want for everyone here. When the bell goes at the end of this, you know, no matter how battered we are, how bruised we are, if we're still standing, for many of us, this may be the toughest thing in business that we've ever gone through, that we're ever going to go through. And if we are still standing at the end of this, then nothing that comes our way after this is going to hit as hard again. It's like, you know, you, you, you fought the toughest boxer, the hardest boxer, the biggest puncher. You've taken the biggest punches on the planet. Whoever hits you after this is never going to hit you hard again. You know what you're made of. You know what you can do. You know what you can achieve. You know what you can take. And that is winning as well. So there you go. Have a look at it. Be strategical. Don't be emotional about this thing. How much needs to go in defense? How much needs to go in offense? And maybe the time right now, just like Tesco's, just like Cadbury's, maybe what you want to be thinking about right now is being the aggressor, right? And when everyone is leaning back, you lean in. When everyone's retreating, you go on the attack. When the boxer starts, you know, defending itself and going back, I always say this, right? There's nothing more dangerous than a boxer on the way out, right? So all my fighters, I say to them, you know what? When they go back, you know, don't try and finish it too soon. Don't go too hard because I tell you now, they've got nothing to lose. They'll swing anything. And if one of those catches you, you can lose. And we've seen it many many times right it's the you know again it's the the football analogy where everyone goes on the attack and they get another goal in you know in 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 the net because they uh they try to win too soon so i'm not saying i'll keep caveating myself here i'm not saying you should go all in all in all i'm sitting there saying is don't necessarily get caught up with the tide don't necessarily do the thing you feel you should do just because everyone else is doing it make your own assessments on this uh, Warren Buffett famously says this about investing. When everyone's selling, you should be buying. And when everyone's buying, you should be selling. Go against the market is what he says, right? Um, Grant Cardone, 10X, you know, famously talks about, you know, going all in. And when people are, are retreating, you go 10X in. You go all in at that point, right? That's when you launch your biggest attack. I want you to be maybe a little bit less emotional than 10X and Grant Cardone. But I do want you to really consider it as a very possible, plausible, maybe the right strategy for you right now. Rather than sitting back and waiting this thing out, rather than sitting back watching what you're holding on to, diminishing your arms, maybe you do need to go out there and start swinging and you need to go out there and go on the offense. If you're going offensively and you're winning little tiny scraps of business and you're losing shitloads of business back home, guess what? Bring the troops home. Let's protect and preserve what you've already got. Awesome, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the two-part series. I think it's really important that we continually 
assess our strategies. I have a saying, which is it's about the right strategy at the right time. It's not about whether you should be offensive, should be defensive, whether you should be going all in on sales, all in on marketing, going into PR, whether you're going into hiring. You know, I'm not the guy that's going to tell you, you need to do X, Y, or Z. I am the guy, however, that's going to continually keep challenging you to assess what you're currently doing. Is it working? Is it the right thing for you? What's going to be the best thing for you? How is the best way for you to move forward and apply whatever comes up for you? As I always say, the content I put out there, treat it like a template, not like a blueprint. It's not saying you have to do X, Y, Z. It's just a template for you to work through yourself. It's a perspective. It's a thought process, maybe even sometimes a workshop process to work through and to come up with your best ideas, your best strategies, your best implementations to get you the best result. If you are a small business and you haven't yet hit 100K, get yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. It's a masterclass webinar waiting for you right now. It's completely free of charge and it takes you through the three core elements you need to bear in mind if you want to get your business to 100 grand or more in the next 12 months or even less. I take you through the six-figure model, the 100K model. I take you through the six-figure mindset and I take you through the six-figure methodology. What you need to be doing, but more importantly, what you shouldn't be doing in order to hit 100K as fast as humanly possible. At the time of recording this, things are looking optimistic. They're looking up to me. I'm hoping by the time you hear this, that actually the worst will be behind us, even if just a few days or so. I do believe we'll be coming out of this thing very, very soon. I believe that we will go back to normal. I believe it will be a new normal, but I tell you now, I believe it's gonna be a better normal. I think we're gonna be more resilient, we're gonna be stronger, I think we're gonna be more adaptable, more creative because of what we've gone through collectively as a small business community. It's really important that you get your head back in the game as we start to process what we've gone through, as we start to look at what comes next, as we start to look at getting ready to get going, if not already, then you really want to make sure you've got your best foot forward. So go and check out the Six Figure Fast Track. Look at what it's going to take to get extreme growth in your business. If you're an ambitious business owner, it's an absolute must listen. I will see you on Friday. We'll do this all over again. We'll have a short one on Friday. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to Mondays. Let's get through this together. Stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay in the game. Until next time, be successful. Leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.